This is Bill McMinn from Makeable Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and daily life, putting the Bible into practical, everyday terms. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn. Along with me is Bradley Brooks, and we're talking about fasting. It's great because we're recording this actually on a Friday, so this first fast days of our Lent hour, what we call 40 days of seeking God. Now, one thing I would like to say about that. The way that we do the Lent or the 40 days is we go the Monday after Ash Wednesday Mm -hmm. and we go to Good Friday and that's 40 straight days. We don't go start at Ash Wednesday and go to Easter because in that line of thinking, every Sunday you're off of your fast. So if you gave up pizza while the first Sunday... Well, now you don't have, you can go eat pizza and bread again, if that Mm -hmm. was for me, or you can get a hot shower on that day. (laughs) So I felt that, well, I mean, that kind of like extends the whole thing. I'd rather just go through 40 straight days like Jesus did. Mm -hmm. And he went 40 days out into the wilderness. So I'd rather go 40. That's why we start the Monday after and we don't take Sundays off. And it's why we're done a few days earlier. So we're Mm -hmm. done on Good Friday. And I always think it's kind of cool because you always know on Ash Wednesday, whenever that is, you know, on the Wednesday the Monday after Ash Wednesday is when we're going to start. And you always know we're going to get done on Good Friday. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of like it. But anyway, fasting, what are some things like when you're fasting, how do you go about that? Um, whenever I, because I'm a person that's feel like I'm always snacking, always eating. And when I get that feeling like I'm hungry, I need something, I need some sugar or something, something. And I, that's when I will pray. I'll right. pray, Lord, I'm trying oh, to focus awesome. on you. I'm praying that you would just, I'm drawing closer to you. I'm seeking for mm-hmm. you, Lord. And that's that's when when I get that hunger is when I choose to, that's, okay, I need to pray. No. Fill me up with your word. I'm, I'm 100% with you. I, I think that, that, I'm so glad you made that point because that was one when I'm thinking about the technical aspects that I wasn't thinking about at this moment, but you're mm-hmm. so dead on because that was the point of the fasting. When you feel like you're suffering, you feel like you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Well, what is it that you're fasting about? There's usually fasting is that we're not fasting to fast. We're not just doing it to, Hey, you know, let's just make ourselves hungry. It'll be good for our diet. You know, we'll get bad stuff out of us, whatever yes. it's the fasting is typically done for praying about something as you are hungry, like you said, that's, that's awesome. I mean, it's a reminder to pray. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, when I fast, I'll usually start the Thursday night, I'll have dinner, let's say. Mm-hmm. So then I don't want to eat until whatever time I ate dinner that day before. That's when. So if it was 8 o'clock, I ate dinner, I won't eat till 8 o'clock on Friday mm-hmm. night. If it's, and not that I would be a total stickler on it. If I was having to be out with the kids or something, they're going to, you know, yeah. and it's a half hour difference. I'm not going to, sorry, waitress, you got to yeah. wait for me. You know, it's not, not like that. It's just, Typically, that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. I'm going to give 24 hours, and does it work? I'm hungry. I can tell you. Yes. I can tell you that right now. Yep. It's lunchtime, and I'm really hungry. So, and we've been praying on this fast day. We have different ones for the church, and you can actually get paper at the church and see it. There's handouts for it, but is the health of other people. So then, that's a reminder to pray for people who mm-hmm. have cancer or battling other illnesses or struggles. So, you know, we've mm-hmm. been kind of praying about that. But that's how I do it. Other people might skip breakfast, or they might skip lunch, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. However you think God's leading you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, they can't do a full fast for certain reasons, medical right. or they, 
passing out or anything. We don't <laughs> want that going on. <laughs> there have been times I didn't fast. Like there have been times where in my life where I would fast all the time. We used to have once a month, we used to have a fast at the church. Mm-hmm. So, and I have like fast Thursdays or something like that. So whether it's the first Thursday of the month or whenever, I don't remember now, but then I had some health issues. I can't remember what they were. Nothing serious, but I'm like, I'm not fasting right now because it just seems to be messing me up. So mm-hmm. I didn't do it. But in these days, like doing these, no, I've never had a problem doing the 40 days and just, yeah, I'm hungry. Big deal. I'm mm-hmm. hungry. It's nothing compared yes. to what we're supposed to be doing. So it is a deprivation of food typically. Also, when you look at the Old Testament fasting, some comforts, you know, they gave up on the saying you have to, but for them, like they would actually sit in the sackcloth and ashes and it, they would be uncomfortable as mm-hmm. they fasted as a reminder of their sincerity before God. I mean, that was part of it, but fasting is also private. It's not, yes. we do it together as a church, but it's not something for me to be posting about, Hey, look at me, look at me. I'm fast. I'm fast and better than any of you. Mm-hmm. And in Matthew six sixteen through 18, when you fast, do not look somber as hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly. I tell you, they have received their reward in full. And then he just told them, Hey, when you're fasting, don't be obvious about it. Mm-hmm. And God will see yeah. you. Oh and yeah, God will reward oh, yeah. you. He will see it. So, and and I think even that comfort that we were giving up. I mean, like the the showers that we talked about. I also am trying to just suffer with my brothers and sisters. And same with food. Like you think about like in America, we do not understand like how well we have it. Right. When you have people and that are starving in other countries and and it, like it's okay to fast and right. pray about them. Pray about the persecuted church. Pray. We're, we're church global. Right. Like we are all in this together. Right. But it makes, it shows something to me, the fasting shows some type of seriousness before God. And that's one yes. of the things I've always kind of taken to it. it it's, it's going to show the Lord. And I would say, get his attention. In Psalm 35, this is one thing, and I have certain things I would like to say about fasting other than just the general things we talked about. And and that would be fasting to show humility, to show repentance, to empower prayer. It's part of revival. Those are the four aspects I would like to look at. Because when I went and did a search of the word fasting, and I read different verses about it, these are the themes that stood out. So to show humility in Psalm 35, 13 through 14, yet when they were ill, I put on sackcloth and humbled myself with fasting. When my prayers returned to be unanswered, I went about mourning as though for a friend or a brother. I bowed my head in grief as though weeping for my mother. And he was just talking about some of the people that have kind of turned on him, I believe, in this situation. Mm-hmm. But he's like, hey, when they were sick, I know what I did. I put on sackcloth and I humbled myself. I humbled myself with fasting. So there's a humility that we're going through before God to demonstrate need. Yeah. Yeah, no, coming down and just humbling ourselves to like I talked about with the food with all these things and people that are hurting in your church and right just as we're church body right. we're coming together with one another right well if you come to when you come in prayer I mean you never want to come pridefully no. you always want to come humbly and David's just saying in humility I came before God and so I I like to come before God I mean who am I like I'm nobody I'm not nobody to demand God or command God or act like I'm the boss I'm just coming to God. God, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. How do you want I, me I to be? I think too, um, in in the same sense of humble is also for guidance. Like Lord, what am I to do? 
mm-hmm. like when you're right when I was feeling these calls and things, and even when the first time that came up about um, being uh, preaching on on the on front, um, I was like, Lord, is this really what you want me to do? And and He does answer, right? I mean, there after that day of fast, there was a time that right the next day that morning study i was doing it said that they came to paul and asked him if you'd give a word of encouragement right. in acts and that was the text that spoke out to me like okay the well, god used the, the word that yes. god used to confirm yes. that you should be preaching yes right yes which is awesome i mean yeah. i like hearing yeah. that and i do believe obviously god answers prayer and sometimes if you're fasting you may be asking for wisdom sometimes you may be asking for something else. I mean, sometimes it might be a health issue. It may be something in your family. There's something going on. Uh, it could be just be your concern for the troubles in the world. And you want to fast about that. But a lot of times there's something mm-hmm. that we're coming to God about. It also shows repentance. I don't know if it would bring about re- the, the ones that I'm seeing anyway for when repentance was involved in fasting is they realized they were in trouble with God. So they were... Yeah to show they were serious about changing their way and they're really repenting. One of the things they did was fast. This is to show that I'm really serious about changing yes. my ways, right? Cause that's what repentance is. Repentance is I'm leaving my sin and I'm turning towards God. So in first Kings 21, 25 through 27, there was never anyone like Ahab who sold himself to do evil in the eyes of the Lord urged on by Jezebel, his wife. He behaved in the vilest manner by going after idols like the Amorites the Lord drove out before Israel. When Ahab heard these words, he tore his clothes, put on sackcloth and fasted. He lay in sackcloth and went around meekly. Well, God relented of that disaster. Ahab was wicked. He was horrible. Oh, yes, he was. Horrible king. And even he got more time. He ended up, he he did get it. You know what I'm saying? Like he did get the retribution. So did Jezebel. But God's forced. I would say forestalled it. He held off the judgment for a time, whether that was two years, three years, whatever it was, because the guy repented of his sins and he mm-hmm. just turned back to God. Yeah. Yeah. And then even the Ninevites, the whole city of Nineveh, right. Just turning to God and Jonah, he, he went there in spite. He didn't want to do it. He, he did it. And he was upset. Right. Because I knew you'd do this, God. I right. knew you'd save them. And that's why he didn't, and he didn't like them. Right. But we need to be that way with our enemies as well. We need to love them. Yeah, uh, and he had good reason for not liking the Assyrians. Oh yeah. The oh Assyrians yeah, yeah. were brutal. I mean, they were the type mm-hmm. of people that would drag off captives with meat hooks. I mean, they were, they were mm-hmm. not a nice people, and they were they were ruinous. I mean, they came in your country and attacked you. I mean, it was going to be a lights out kind of thing, and it was going to be a horrible experience for everyone. And these this was an absolutely brutal people. So here's. Jonah going to preach to them, and here's the king humbling himself. I mm-hmm. mean, the king. It wasn't for saying, hey, the rest of you guys. He proclaimed the fast, right? Ninevites, they believe God. That was the first thing. They believe God, the judgment was coming, and the, what was it, 40 days, you know, hence, mm-hmm. you're going to be judged. A fast was proclaimed, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. When Jonah's warning reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, took off his royal robes, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat down in the dust. This is the proclamation he issued in Nineveh by the decree of the king and of his nobles. Do not let people or animals, herds or flocks taste anything. Do not. And so this kind of gives you an idea of fasting. Don't even let them eat or drink, but let people and the animals be covered with sackcloth. Let everyone 
call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows? Mm -hmm. God may yet relent with compassion and turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. Now, here's a a group that understands the trouble they're in. Man, we Mm -hmm. are in trouble with God, right? And so we are going to we aren't even going to eat or drink. We're going to pray and we're going to call urgently on God and we're going to give up our evil ways and our violence. That's what repentance looks like. When Mm -hmm. you're really sorry about something, you give up your evil ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, they showed their faith. They believed that that was going to happen. Right. And we also need to be showing our faith. Right. By believing in what God has told us to do. Right. Well, I mean, you're, there are times, I mean, certain actions, you're headed for trouble. I mean, you need mm-hmm. to wake up to it. If someone tries to warn you or encourage you, hey, you know, this is not the right way to go. And I've been there with people before where I've told them I would not do this. And they were like, no, no, no. I remember uh, one person, I love them dearly, and they were just going the wrong way. And I, I told them, this was years and years ago. And I told them, I said, listen, you're, this is what's going to happen if you go this way. It's not good. Now nah, I don't want to listen. Well, then let's say 15 years later, you know, I see him again and they said, everything you said came to be like, it just, mm-hmm. I was trying to help them to avoid it, but instead of, you know, running from it, they ran to it. And sometimes when you're, you know, kind of in denial, you're in sin, you're kind of running to it mm-hmm. instead of running back to God and hearing the voices. And sometimes like who, who does God speak through Jonah? Mm-hmm. He didn't come in booming voice himself. He didn't yeah. put it up in a big letters in the clouds. Mm-hmm. He sent a man, he sent this guy, Jonah and Jonah preached and they believe Jonah's preaching. And when God sends someone in your life to give you truth, even if it's hard truth, what you want to do is listen mm-hmm. and then be contrite. So to me, what I'm seeing with this uh, fasting here is just to show contrition, like meaning I'm, I'm sorrowful of what I've done. I shouldn't have done it. God, forgive me for what humbling. I've done. Humbly. Humbling right. Themselves. Absolutely. The other thing I see, too, about fasting is empowers prayer. In Mark 9, 28 and 29, after Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we drive it out, meaning a demon? And he replied, this kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. It can only come out by prayer and fasting is how the verse goes. I think that's an amazing thing, isn't it? You know, it only comes out two things, prayer and fasting. Yeah. So what do you think about that? I mean, it's definitely showing that they go hand in hand. We are called to pray and we're called to fast. Right. I mean, when you fast, he doesn't say you that you won't fast. Like this is only for this time. We all should be doing a fast. And if if it's medical reasons why you can't, maybe it's giving up social media. It's whatever the the fast may be, God is calling us when you fast. Right. There will be a time that we should fast. I would say the expectation then would be you're praying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I honestly like fasting to me is probably in my own personal life is probably associated mostly with praying. So and you look at the way we do it in the 40 days of seeking God. What what is fasting involved with us praying for needs, us Mm -hmm. praying for the health of people, us praying uh, for marriages, us praying for revival, whatever on that Friday. And you could do every one of those subjects every Friday if you want. It doesn't matter. Pray for your family, whatever's on your heart to be praying about. But we are praying. Mm-hmm. that's the whole point. There's no point in going hungry. Like you were saying, if you feel hungry, then you remind you to pray. Well, it'd be pretty sad if we go through the whole day hungry and we didn't pray more because mm-hmm. yeah. when the whole point was praying more, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the best reminder of the day right there, Bradley. <laughs> pray more when you're hungry, pray. Yep. <laughs> All right. So what are some other things you see from that? Just like when you would use it or what you're expecting God to see. Um, I'm definitely, you also, you expect like not in a, a, 
I deserve this, but you're you're waiting, you're watching for God to move. You're, you want to see him move right. in the way that we're praying for these who are suffering in certain medical conditions. We're praying for them. We want to see God move. Right. Not that we deserve, but we want to see God move through those. Well, you, you bring up a good point in prayer, and that is expectation. Mm-hmm. So you're expecting God to do something. You're expecting to hear good reports based on the prayers that we're praying, yes. right, for other people, which is pretty mm-hmm. awesome. So I always look at, again, there's been times where I fasted because we're doing the 40 days. There have been other times I've fasted as well, depending on what's going on in life, depending on what my life. I mean, one time I grew a beard out for 40 days because there was something heavy on my heart. I wanted to pray about it. I'm not a beard guy. So to me, it drives me nuts. So mm-hmm. I would, instead of the hunger part, it would just be when I would wake up in the middle of the night, cause it was catching on my pillow, like my beard, I would pray. And then when I would see myself in the mirror in the morning, I would pray. And when mm-hmm. I went to scratch it, I would pray. And here's what I found in those times. God answered those prayers. Mm-hmm. God came through in powerful ways as I showed myself dedicated and faithful to him and faithful to pray. I saw big things happen, mm-hmm. and, I, which is, I, and I give God all the credit. The credit's not, wow, Bill, that's so cool, man. You grew a beard and great things happen. No, it had nothing to do with me growing a beard. It had everything to do with counting on God and praying. God mm-hmm. is the one who, for the good that happened as a result of it, God gets 100% of the credit. Exactly. Right? Yep. And like quietly doing in private, not out there. Right. Um, most wailing or anything of that. But another thing too is, is looking, expecting, but also yielding. Right. That's a huge one. A lot of people struggle with, um, but yielding, like if God doesn't answer your prayer, you gotta, you gotta trust God has a bigger plan. He knows what you, you, what's going on, what's going through. And all we do is we look up at the bottom of the table of a glass table and we see the bottom of a puzzle. Right. We, we don't know how these pieces are going together, but right. we can pray and do our part. Right. And of course we want to see healing. And of course we want to see these things. But if it doesn't go, it doesn't mean that, well, didn't get to God or like one thing that's really rendering in my heart right now is um, I had the audacity at one time with a past relationship before I knew the Lord. And I literally prayed that we'd become pregnant. And what a silly prayer. What right. a, like, I literally thought, like, I, later on, though, I'm so thankful that God did Didn't not have it. <laughs> Garth Brooks, there, <laughs> unanswered prayers. Yes. Yes. She's not quite the angel yeah. I remembered her to be, but he saw her later in life. Yes. <laughs> Thank God for unanswered prayers. But, dude, I was the same. When, when you're better. young, you pray. When I was a kid, I'd pray, Lord, make me nine and a half feet tall. <laughs> And then later when I was grew up, I'm like, man, I'm glad God didn't listen. That was the dumbest uh-huh. prayer ever. But, you know, God knows mm-hmm. prayers. But I also prayed, Lord, make me funny. And then <laughs> that became a problem at points in life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because then there there were times where you're not turning it off when you should. And you mm-hmm. think everything's funny because you're laughing yeah. about all kinds of stuff. Well, I found in life, there are times to not be laughing. Like, it's not, this mm-hmm. is a serious time, Bill, right now. So time mm-hmm. plays for everything. Yep. So, you know, I kind of had a, so sometimes your great strength can be a weakness too. Yeah. Oh, if, yeah. if you take it, if you take it too far. But here's another one on prayer, uh, Ezra 8, 21 through 23. They're here by the Ahava Canal. I proclaim to fast so that we might humble ourselves before our God and ask him for a safe journey for us and our children and all our possessions. I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us 
from enemies on the road because we had told the king, the gracious hand of our God is on everyone who looks to him, but his great anger is against all who forsake him. So we fasted and petitioned God about this, and he answered our prayer. I love uh-huh. it. Because he's like, I told God God would take, I told the king God would take care of us, and I was ashamed to ask for soldiers. So I just came to God and said, God, you protect us. So we mm-hmm. had a fast about safety on the road, and God answered the prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think of Gideon where he, he constantly doesn't have the faith of God make this wool wet and the ground dry and oh God make the wool dry right. and the ground wet and all these things the stipulations of like and I'll believe you I'll trust you and but then God asked him for the same faith right hey, cut your army back cut your army back cut your army back right and it's just, so you, you get you're getting get what you're asking for right. as well. Right, and he did, and he yeah. got a, he got a great victory that was a lot more than just that battlefield. Mm-hmm. And they chased those people down a good long way. Uh, a revival is another part of it too, where they would be revived. In First uh, Samuel seven, it talks about it, where they were just the people who were just hungering after God, and they hadn't seen him working. I think it was for about twenty years at that point, and they came to God. And one of the parts of their revival was fasting. And they said, "We have sinned against the Lord." Right, and mm-hmm. they drew water, they poured it out before God, they fasted, and there they confessed. And sometimes that's it too. You know what I mean? Where we realize if you've maybe blown it in marriage or blown it in life and you want to come back to God and just, God, I need you so much. Mm. Nothing wrong with fasting. So it's a great practice. It's interesting to me that it's been going on for a long time on this planet. Mm-hmm. It's in the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament. It's in our day. So 2,000, 3,000 years ago, mm-hmm. 2,000, 3,000 years from now, right? Mm-hmm. Assuming, you know, if we're in heaven, maybe not. But assuming the way things continue on, you're going to be fasting. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, hopefully that helped you understand fasting a little bit better if you had questions about it in the first place. If nothing else, even if you have a good understanding, just to remind you, as Bradley was saying, when you feel that hunger, that's your time to add some extra prayers to God for whatever it is you're praying for. You guys have a great and a blessed week.